Hi, I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. And this is Two Sober Chicks. Welcome back. Thanks for clicking listen or play or whatever it is you click on. Yeah, wherever you are, at home, in your car. You know, I've actually listened to our podcast, which is really weird, but... Every once in a while I do. There's like over a hundred of them to listen to, so I forget sometimes about what we've talked about. I know. So, And I'm in my car a lot uh, for work, so... It's nice to have something to listen to. Nice to to have company. Yes. And as we mentioned on a previous podcast, this is a total act of service and love for Julie and I. It's just the two of us sitting down and we just talk and share our thoughts and feelings on life in recovery. Um, We're glad that you're here. We're glad that you're a part of the show by listening, by Mm -hmm. sending your listener feedback, your questions. We love it. Uh, The email is two sober chicks at gmail.com and two sober chicks on Instagram. We check our direct messages and there's also a link there for you to click to email us. Cool. Fast and easy. And the email is with the number two. Yes. Not like T-W-O. No. The number two. Or T-O-O or T-O. Right. It's the number two. <laughs> Sober chicks. Yes. Gmail.com. So please um, share us, uh, share with us any thoughts and feelings you have on the show or if you have a question or you want to share your experience and you don't mind us talking about it, we'll use first names only or if you don't even want your first name, uh, we can just call you a listener. Just let us know. Yeah. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, and I thought, this is kind of a, a, a good idea, so I'm going to repeat it again. Last time we had mentioned, uh, since we don't have a virtual basket and we don't expect any donations, it might be a nice idea for the next time you go to your own local AA meeting to drop a couple bucks in the basket mm-hmm. if you liked today's topic. Yeah. So what is today's topic, Julie? So I was on Instagram on our Two Sober Chicks account and I came across this really cool event, which unfortunately is sold out, but I wanted to talk about it because it is a bunch of uh, restaurant tours. There's a place in Boston called Toro Restaurant. I'm looking right now at their website and they have a paella that just looks like I wanted to dive into it and have a bath. <laughs> so they have done this dinner. It's called Clear and Present Dinner. Ooh. Just, and it's a sober event. It's called love a dinner it. to remember, which is like so funny. I love it. <laughs> yeah, because you wouldn't remember most of the other dinners you had. Because really, did you actually eat or did you just move the food <laughs> around on your plate and then consume a whole shit ton of liquor? Yes. Let's be honest. Did so you start the timer? Sorry. No, I will though. I have okay. to look at that. All right. Um, so it's on Monday, November 4th. And what I love is it's, it says, a fun and lighthearted culinary experience free of vices, mm. but full of spirit And it highlights these like sober chefs. One of them who had this really cool quote, which is why I bring this up. Okay. He's been so, he's a famous chef. This is on his site. I'm not outing him at all. His name's Andrew Zimmern. And he's been sober since 1982. And he said, the smartest thing I've ever learned was this lesson on when to open your mouth. Ask yourself if it's true. Does it need to be said? And if it's true and needs to be said, is it up to me to say it? That's so weird. I was just going to say, is it mine to say? I must have heard this somewhere before then. And I thought, that's the difference between, um, no, it's the difference between being wise and being smart. Mm. Like I can have an opinion on what needs to be said, but do I need to say it? Quite often, no, Mm -hmm. I don't. 
and it's showing restraint. It's also showing love and tolerance. I really loved that. Yeah. And I love that they've set up this non, and not only do they like are serving this menu, but they have thoughtfully paired non-alcoholic beverages, which Aww. would be like totally right up my alley. Yeah. There's a, a soda company named Dry and they have flavors that were, it's just it looks like sparkling water but they have flavors like rhubarb and cucumber and blood orange and lavender made for people that miss that don't want to just have to drink a certain kind of water with whatever they eat it's Mm -hmm. kind of like wine pairing yeah but it will support whatever you're enjoying at the restaurant so I have I know that's That's triggering for some people I happen to like Mm -hmm. the non-alcoholic beverages and having something other than water or sprite I yeah. love a good Shirley Temple. I have no shame ordering a Shirley Temple at any restaurant. Yeah. Sometimes I get a weird side eye like, okay, you're not five. But I love it. I love it. Yeah. Like I don't do things like kombucha or... No, I don't do that either. Anything that's fermented to me. Alcohol exactly. is fermented. Um, I don't do non-alcoholic beverages um, you that, mean like near beer? Yeah, things that look like beer, smell like beer, taste like beer, right? But have very little alcohol content. Mm-hmm. For me, that's triggering. That still has alcohol content. It still makes me think like, oh, is that me trying to be a part of? Is that me holding on to the past or being reminiscent of the the drinking days with my buddies? So that's not part of my recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I go out to dinner, like to celebrate my birthday or, you know, a nice date night with my wife. I think this is the time when I want to spend a little extra money and have a fancy drink. Mm -hmm. So I will order a fancy soda or a mocktail. Mm -hmm. Um, The only thing with the mocktails is I have to be really, yeah. (laughs) I really, I look in their eyes. I'm like, it's a virgin cocktail. And just repeat that back to me. (laughs) No alcohol in it. I'm very clear about that. I'm allergic to alcohol. Mm -hmm. If I have alcohol, I will die. Anaphylactic shock. Not that over the top, but (laughs) sometimes, depending on if I feel like the waiter or waitress has uh, paid attention to me or not. Mm -hmm. Interestingly enough, I have a a friend in the program who just shared with me that after, I don't know how many months it's been, uh, said... The other night I had a virgin Caesar and it was the first time in however many months where I secretly did not wish that the waiter fucked up and brought me a real Caesar because mm-hmm. they're new in recovery. Mm-hmm. They're new to the program and this is what they were they were saying, right? Their secret wish was always, I hope you fuck up and there's alcohol yeah. in this and then I don't have to tell anyone. I'll just keep drinking it because I ordered a virgin. Yeah. Uh, and it was nice that they'd finally arrived at that stage in their recovery where it's like... That, that wasn't their secret wish anymore. They yeah. were actually just enjoying the fact that they were having a fancy drink mm-hmm. with their dinner. Mm-hmm. So it's still special. Yeah, just because we don't drink anymore doesn't mean we don't want a little special event. So I love that. And you mentioned the soda company, Dry? It's called Dry. I love that. I'd never heard of that before. I know. When I first got sober, I, that, I drank that in like, I used to live in a house with my ex-husband that had this huge wine cellar. Mm-hmm. And that wine cellar had nothing but Pellegrino and Dry and all of these other crazy, like beautiful carbonated sodas and stuff. Because yeah. I liked to have that option. Mm-hmm. And it really helped me sort of get over the hump of, okay, so I may be what I thought of at the time as robbed of alcohol, but I still want the experience, mm-hmm. which is why today I still have wine glasses and champagne glasses and I fill them with very delicious non-alcoholic things. But I do know, like at my first medallion, I remember 
having them out before we went to the medallion I had people at my house for dinner right and my sponsor at the time was like oh you gotta put that shit away because her sponsor was very much against any kind of iteration of that kind of a lifestyle Mm -hmm. and I got mad for a second and then I thought well okay I'm going to respect that and I'll put away all of these wine glasses but at home I still very much have those things it's got to be for what works for you yes as long as it's not triggering right so yep it's not triggering for me to have a fancy mocktail and uh, it's not triggering for you to drink out of a champagne flute. Yep. I actually, I did get rid of, I used to have a huge collection of wine glasses. I got rid of everything except for these two glasses that were um, hand-blown mm-hmm. glasses and mm-hmm. they're amber color. They're beautiful. And uh, I drink fancy juice out of them. Yes. So if I want a nice little juice at home, I might drink it out of that fancy amber glass. Yeah. I just don't call it a wine glass anymore because it ain't. It's my fancy glass. Yes. And I love this event. Wouldn't this be nice? Maybe we should try to do this in Toronto. Yeah. I'm, to I a, Maybe a Google search would show that something like that is Exactly. If happening. you know of an event, um, I often think no one in Toronto is listening to us. <laughs> We get emails from all around the world. I know, except in our own town. It's so bizarre. Um, Yes, but if you know of an event that's happening in the city of Toronto, that's a dry, sober event like this, fun with food, please let us know. We'd love to attend. Yeah, and it's all sober chefs that are putting on this event, which is like so cool. Because I remember seeing when I clicked on the event... Um, quotes from some of the chefs that are like, this is, it's not easy being in our industry. Booze is everywhere. We cook with it. Yeah. So how, and I have known sober chefs that have had to leave their profession because it's just way too triggering for them. But these uh, four that are featured, handsome men, seem to be thriving in their industry without it. And they even say like, you don't need to be in recovery to come to this thing. It's going to be awesome. There's just no booze. And you know what? It'll probably be a quieter atmosphere, a quieter restaurant setting. Have Maybe. you ever noticed in restaurants? Maybe. Because we're kind of crazy. That World Conference I went to was yeah. like, I kept thinking people were drunk. Oh, yeah, that's true like sometimes. They were like a raucous bunch. <laughs> I'm like, those people yeah. must be so wasted. Wait a second. <laughs> I'm at we're a at a meeting event. in a dome full of sober people at the World <laughs> Conference. Yeah, not going to happen. Also, no like smell of weed wafting through the crowd. True. Which is nice. That is nice. concert. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anything else? I just wanted to talk about that event. That was great. That was a great event. I love that. And I love celebrating um, with food when I go out for an event. Because, yeah, usually this, the, in the past when I was drinking, my celebrations all revolved around liquor. My yeah. gifts revolved around liquor. I know. Do you know, it took me probably three years to figure out, oh, I can buy people something else, mm-hmm. you know, other than liquor. Because mm-hmm. I would still be like, oh, God, somebody go in the liquor store for me? I need a gift for somebody. I don't want to go in. Or I'll go downstairs and get an LCBO card and give somebody else an LCBO card. Like, come on, Lisa, get creative. You can give somebody something other than alcohol. Like, wow, that thought never dawned on me before. It's amazing how our world, it becomes so narrow focused Mm -hmm. when we're in our addiction and then the world gets so much bigger and freer and accessible once we get into recovery when we realize it's not all about a single focus on booze or drugs or whatever it is, sex, shopping, that's a whole other podcast. Consumerism drives me insane. (laughs) Um, 
I, and we're not supposed to identify other people as alcoholics, but it's always interesting to me too, how narrow, when someone else's focus is narrow, I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, uh, I, I get asked the question, y- you don't drink? Like, ever? <laughs> like, not even wine? Not even mm-hmm. once in a while? What about light beer? No, it's, it's still got alcohol in it. Yeah. The people that have the biggest response to me not drinking are the people where I go, hmm, that's interesting. Maybe I'll see you in a couple of years. <laughs> we'll save a seat for you. We're always here. We're always open. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us once again. If you want to contact us, as Julie has mentioned, you can DM on Instagram or you can send us an email the old-fashioned way at the number two soberchicks at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. We'll talk to you soon.